For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Conscious co-creators, welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Uh, we've got another wonderful show for you. And for those of you uh, listening or watching the recording, you know that we're, we're not streaming on Facebook. I'm so, so sorry. I know a bunch of my audience is, is uh, uh, looking for me. Uh, unfortunately, my, my Facebook account is disabled at the moment. We're hoping to get it back soon. So we're streaming out to YouTube and uh, we're probably going to continue doing this for a while. Um, also, I'm engineering my own show today. Unfortunately, my engineer, Dylan, he had to take care of something personal. So I'm doing this myself. So things might not sound quite as good as they normally do when I have my engineer. But I will do my best to keep things moving along and to uh, make sure to uh, uh, continue the show as, as I always do. No guest today. This is one of these me-only shows, and it'll be hard to interact unless you're commenting on the Facebook Live. Hope you're seeing it out there. Um, I would love it if, if, if one of you, if someone's watching it, if you could post it to, to your Facebook feed for other people to see. All right, let's get started. So today's show is entitled Tales from the Left Coast, and I'll get into why I call it that. But first, of course, we still have our little section from my book, uh, Everyday Awakening, um, and this section is entitled uh, "Be To Be Kind to Others is to Give Ourselves a Great Gift. There are many ways to show up. We can show up with kindness. We can show up with coldness. How we show up is more about us than the situation. 
The circumstances may be difficult to deal with. They may not be what we want them to be. So we should remember that if we come from a place of blaming or victimization, we feel worse. Whereas if we come from a place of love and peace, we not only feel better, the people around us do too. We often get triggered when people are not kind or gentle with us. We take it personally. We feel betrayed. And that makes it hard to come from a gentle and loving place. The reason to show up in a different way is not only about the other person or the situation. It is about what it does to us. It is about the difference we make to ourselves. It is about being kind and gentle with ourselves. Being angry, hateful, and vengeful may make us feel more powerful in the moment. However, when things settle down, when we have some perspective, when we take some time to feel into what is really going on inside of us, we discover it is not who we are. Showing up angry is not how our soul and our heart truly wants to express itself. It only hurts us. On the other hand, to come from a place of peace and joy is not only for the benefit of others. It is first and foremost for our own benefit, for how it makes us feel, for what it does to our bodies, for the effect it has on our own chemistry and nervous system. To be free from the anxiety that we feel when we get triggered by others, we can come from a higher place, from a different perspective, from a broader view of the situation. We can rise above the immediate and see things from an elevated view. It looks much different from up there. This difference can make our lives beautiful and change the world. How can you change your world with kindness? So this, this piece that I wrote in the book, I wrote a while ago. And I remember why I wrote it. It was after um, taking a healing course, you know, taking some healing modality or something. And I was learning about how anger affects the body, how it releases cortisol, how it tenses up the nervous system, and how ultimately anger really causes the body to eat itself up. And that not everybody, but many people who their base emotion is anger usually end up with some form of cancer. And then I realized, because my loyal listeners, you all know, I, 
I am always and, and first and foremost a believer in coming from a place of peace and love and joy that when we come from a place of anger yes it makes us feel more powerful in the moment we, we we're more enraged we have more more energy behind our, our words and, and our actions but ultimately it's hurting us not the other person and we come from anger because we feel an injustice because we feel we've been wronged because we've been hurt because we've been traumatized and yes is sometimes anger the appropriate response sometimes if it helps us to have the power to change ourselves it helps us to have the power to change a situation but ultimately coming from anger doesn't really serve us and that coming from kindness now that that is a very powerful place to come from because when we come from kindness we are saying to ourselves and to the world I care too much about myself to allow another person or a situation or an organization to take my peace away that my peace and my heart is more important than anything that you can do indeed we've had many historical figures to show that to be the case Gandhi Nelson Mandela Mother Teresa and I guess for me it was a huge revelation that coming from kindness it wasn't for the other person it it wasn't in order not to harm the other person ultimately it was really about not harming myself and that when we care about ourselves so much that we're unwilling to allow another person a situation an organization <clears throat> whatever it is that we care so much about ourselves that we will not allow anything else to cause us to cause harm to ourselves and ultimately that is what happens when we are feeling anger when we are feeling rage when we are feeling like we want to just kill somebody what we're really doing is killing ourselves what we're really doing is harming ourselves because first and foremost we're disconnecting ourselves from our heart we're disconnecting ourselves from our spirit we're we're flooding our bodies with chemicals 
ultimately are not going to serve us, are going to cause us some kind of challenge or issue or problem. Many times it's taking us out of presence. Sometimes it makes us more present, but many times can take us out of presence. And it's causing us to disconnect to our minds, to not be able to think logically, to not be able to shift our perspective. So look, am I saying like I never get angry? Of course not. Sure I get angry. And at the same time, when I remind myself of this, that I am too important to allow someone else to affect me in a way that takes me out of my heart. That when I remember that, it helps me to calm down. It helps me to be more still. It helps remind me that anger is not what I want to spread in the world. That hatred is not what I want to promote. That I want a kinder, more gentle, more loving world because that's the kind of world I want to live in. So ultimately, how I respond to somebody, how I react, as much as I can, I want to react from a place of kindness. Now, being grateful and, and having appreciation is considered like the, the highest vibration. Maybe I'm not there. But if I can at least be gentle, then I know that I'm benefiting from coming from that position I don't care ultimately well, I mean I do but I mean it's really not as important that the other person might be benefiting or not benefiting from it it's about me it's about you it's about us this is what they call enlightened self-interest because ultimately when we do the things that bring ourselves to a better place, it helps everybody. So next time you're in a situation and you just feel like punching a wall and you just get so angry because of what someone said to you or what someone did, maybe they cut you off in traffic. When you feel that rage start to come, when you feel those chemicals start to, your blood start to boil, ask yourself, is this worth me harming myself? Is this worth me allowing myself to get angry and harming my own body? Is this worth me disconnecting from my own heart? Am I going to allow this other person, these people, this situation, this organization, 
Am I going to allow them to shake me up so much that I disconnect to my soul? And maybe, just maybe, the answer will be no. It's not worth it. My peace, my well-being is more important than this situation. And ultimately, no, I'm not going to allow it to shake me up. Now look, do I get this perfect all the time? Absolutely not. This is a never-ending practice. But I just share this with you to remind myself, to remind all of us that when we're pointing at somebody else, three fingers are pointing back at us. And we are too important to allow somebody else to knock us off center. So I, I hope this resonates with you in some small way. You know, my stance always is, look, don't believe a word I say, try it out for yourself and see if it works for you. And remember, this is not about getting what we want. This is not about manipulating a situation for a benefit. This is just about us showing up in a way that's better for us. And so this is my gift, my present for you this week. That next time you feel that, ask yourself, is it really worth it? Is it worth harming myself to get upset at this situation? So that's the section from my book. Again, it's called To Be Kind to Others is to Give Ourselves a Great Gift. I hope that makes sense now. And that's from my book, Everyday Awakening, which, of course, you can find at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. And if you've already gotten a copy for yourself, good job. Get a present for somebody else. Or share it with somebody else and say, hey, take a look at this book. I think you might like it. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Time for us to take a little commercial break. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to start telling you why I decided to talk about Tales from the Left Coast. And we'll get into that in the rest of our show today. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Time right here on talkradio.nyc. And we will be right back after these messages. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics in the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I know we're not streaming in our usual places. We're, we're kind of changing things up. Um, hopefully we'll get things resolved and, and we'll be streaming back. But I hope you find this at the, court, the recording at the very least. And please, if you do find the recording on, on YouTube, please, please comment and share. So... Today I wanted to share with you kind of the story of my summer because it's it's coming to the close and it's really been a fascinating journey and I felt that I might be able to share something that would inspire you or 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 give you a lesson that maybe something you can take from this. So like many of you I've been working from home for the last two and a half years. And so as my wife, we've been working out of our apartment in Manhattan. We haven't been traveling. I mean, last summer I did go down to Asheville a couple of times, um, but not really, we haven't been traveling at all. And after two years of carrying our office, you know, we, we have our studio and an office space in, in Midtown Manhattan, we used to, we're like, we're paying this monthly rent every single month. What are we doing? We This is an expense we don't need. We're working virtually. Doesn't look like we're going to back, go back to working in person for a while. So in February of this year, of 2022, we, we approached our landlord and said, hey, look, can we get out of our lease? And I talked to his lawyer and the lawyer said, okay, you have to buy out your lease. You still have this much left. You got to pay us six months rent, give up your security deposit and we'll let you out of the lease. And I thought, geez, that's a lot of money. Tried to get him to come down. Nope, wouldn't change his mind, wouldn't come down. So we did it because, you know, that added up to like nine months of rent, but nine months of rent is a lot less than two and a half years we had left on our lease. 
So February 28th, emptied it out, closed our office, we're done. And then, you know, we started thinking and, and, and you know, as much as both me and my wife, we love New York City and, and we live right next to Central Park and we spent a lot of time, um, you know, walking in Central Park, especially at night after dinner. That was really our, our mainstay that kind of kept us sane. We, we were looking at the summertime and, and my wife has this friend, a good friend of hers, who, it's so funny, she loves animals, she loves dogs, but she doesn't have a dog of her own. And she found this website where you can apply to be a pet sitter and you would be able to stay in someone's house in exchange for taking care of their pets. And it's a wonderful idea that became super popular during the pandemic. And so we were watching her. She, she like left New York City in January, February sometime, and she was going from place to place to place to place. Now her work, she, she has a few meetings here and there. She does finance, she's completely virtual. She doesn't need to be anywhere. She could do her work anywhere. And so we thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And then we started thinking about our summer. And we thought about, oh, maybe we should try this. And my wife started asking me, where would you like to go? And I'm like, you know, I know so many people in California. It, it, it's really a beautiful state. My wife doesn't really know it. It's been years. And, and I realized this just this morning, had a dream and reminded me of my old business when I used to publish Japanese animation. I used to come to California every single summer for like four years, maybe five. Eh. And, and I would come here like not, you know, just for a day or two, but I'd come here for a weekend and then I'd be back a month later and sometimes I'd stay the week in between. And I, and I really liked it out in California. And I was like, I know so many people out there. I'm like, you know, why don't we go there? And then this way we'll get to actually stay. And so we started looking around for a situation, but like not for like a weekend or a week, like, you know, longer term. And what we decided to do is that we would spend the summer out here and we'd find different situations. And lo and behold, actually, uh, our first sitting, a couple approached us and said, hey, um, we, we need to go away for a month. We're down in Encinitas, which is just outside of San Diego would you be willing to come and sit our, our two dogs? And and it's unusual where people reach out to you. Usually they post a sitting and then you apply for it and then they pick someone. And I guess they just didn't want to go through all that. And so we said, Encinitas, I was like, yeah, I have a good friend who lives there. It's wonderful. Yeah, let, let's do it. And it's a good way to start off the trip. And when we, when we got out here and... and, and you know, we got out in, to, to, Tensini, to San Diego and, you know, drove up, met them. We had dinner together and they left the next morning. And we asked them, like, why did you pick us? And they said, well, when we looked at, at your profile, my wife set up the profile, so it's under her name. Um, we saw the picture of the two of you holding a koala and we're from Australia. And we thought these are the perfect people for us. And so, you know, it really kind of struck the, the notion of me of like how random that is and how perfect it is. 
because my wife when she was setting up her profile on the site we don't have pets we don't have dogs or cats so so we don't really have a lot of pictures and on the profile you know you put some pictures you want something that people to see like hey like we love animals and so our last trip before the pandemic in december of 2019 we went to australia i've always dreamed of going to australia my wife wanted to go but she's like okay we'll go to australia but i have to hold a koala they're so cute and and so we ended up going places where we were able to hold a koala for a minute and so um they picked us because of that and so we use that picture and then we have some pictures with with other animals but but the koala was the main one and because they were from australia you know just the coincidence was so right and so to me that was a big lesson in you know when when you're in alignment with what life wants for you that even the littlest thing can bring you what you truly desire i mean i could not have imagined it in a million years that's that's how we get our first sitting what's well, actually our second sitting we did one before we came out here and it was beautiful they had this huge five bedroom house in Encinitas I have a good friend who was literally five minutes away from us I reconnected with people in San Diego I have cousins I mean cousins that we used to go to every single year when I was a kid like during Thanksgiving we would my mom would pack me and my brother and sister up we'd drive down to Philadelphia and down Silver Springs Maryland and and they were in Aberdeen Maryland and, and we used to see them every year and, and these cousins, they had um, two sons and a daughter. And one son was one year older than me. The other son was one year younger than me. I was right in the middle. They were like the only cousins who were my age. I like love going to visit them because it's like, oh, they're not old people. They're like my age. And so I got to see uh, two of them and, and my parent. The other one, he's in Hawaii, so I didn't see him. But I haven't seen these cousins in 20, maybe 30 years. So it was wonderful to reconnect with family. Now, taking care of these two big dogs, like, you know, for our first sit, that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, and they would bark sometimes. One of them was an Airedale, which they're kind of high strung. But you know what? I actually, over the month that we stayed with them, I really got to love these dogs. They were fun they were playful um i don't know just just walking these two big dogs together it just made me feel so good and so that was our first stop on in in california and uh we, we also got to see like weekends we would go out and we you know got you know went back to oceanside which i've been to the last time i was in california was in oceanside um and we got to see different areas. We spent a little bit time in, in, in San Diego. And, and then we went on to our next stop. And I'll tell you all about our next stop when we come back in a moment. Got to take a quick break. Again, just a reminder, you are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour. And uh, I do it every week at the same time, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. And uh, this week, as I mentioned, it's it's one of these me-only shows. 
Um, if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to comment about what I'm talking about, email me and I'll check my email during the breaks and I'll, I'll respond back. Uh, you can email me. Uh, the, the easiest one to get me at is sam at talkradio.nyc. Real simple. Sam at talkradio, one word, talkradio.nyc, not.com, .nyc. I'll look for your message and uh, I'll uh, answer any questions or comments you might have. So everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sovereign, employment law and business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Just want to give a quick shout out. I see uh, some listeners uh, on the back end um, from as far away as, as uh, Argentina, Sudan, Philippines. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, on talkradio.nyc. I really appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please let me know. You can reach me at sam at talkradio.nyc. So I was talking about my, my travels this summer. So the first month, as I mentioned, actually it was a little more than a month, it was about five weeks because the other thing is I was going to, I had signed up for this uh, program that was gonna take place in San Diego, a live program, and it was right at the end of our sitting um, of these dogs in, in Encinitas. And so I was gonna to go to that program and we got a hotel room that was close by the hotel where we were doing it and everything. And then they canceled it almost at the last minute. Um, so then we actually spent a little bit extra time uh, in San Diego after the sit was over. Then we went from there up to Berkeley. Why did we go up to Berkeley? Well, actually it's not something we got through this, this pet sitting website. But when I was in a meeting with a bunch of friends, 
uh, talking about business and stuff. And I mentioned to them what I'm doing this summer. And one of my friends was like, well, you know, I actually have to go to Europe with my husband to visit his family. We haven't seen them in a while. Can you come and watch my dog in, in Berkeley for a month? I'm like, Berkeley for a month after San Diego? Yeah, that sounds good. And so then we, we started, stayed at their house. They so, so grateful. They let us use their car, put us on their insurance. And then I got to hang out in San Francisco in the Bay Area, saw friends there again. I saw a guy I used to work with 20, 25 years ago. I haven't seen him in years since my wedding. And, it, and so it was wonderful to reconnect. And, you know, the really interesting thing is when you go to a place and you visit it for a vacation and you're spending a short amount of time there and you're running around doing all the touristy stuff, you don't really get a good feel for what the place is like. And one of the things I really have come to appreciate is that when you work virtually and you go to another place and you work there for three, four weeks at a time, you really learn what it's like to be just a regular person there. You get a good feeling for the culture of the neighborhood and what it's like. You shop at the local grocery stores, you go to the local supermarkets. And yeah, you do some touristy stuff. You go out and, and you know, you go things. I mean, we went to um, Golden Gate Park, which was beautiful in San Francisco. We went to Chinatown a couple of times, went to the Mission District, and we oh, we walked all over the place. Castro, Heat Ashbury. Um, oh my God, I walked so much in San Francisco. God, I mean, we literally would like, we would take the BART, the train system in from, from Berkeley to San Francisco and walk around all over the place and we'd walk like eight, nine miles on a day in the weekend. And it, it was really nice because I've realized that over the years, you know, I've visited these areas so much but I never really got to know the airs. I really never got to have a good feeling for it, at least not for a long time. And many of these places like San Francisco, I hadn't been to in, in over 20 years probably. And you know, I was just thinking about it and remembering this morning that back when I had the anime business, I used to come out for the conventions and again, you'd work like mad over the weekend during the convention where at the time we had VHS tapes and just beginning to come out with DVDs and we'd sell them like crazy. And then, you know, you'd be exhausted by the end of the night. So then I never really got a chance to see what the area was like. And I have to tell you, I really enjoyed it. I mean, me and my wife, we even were walking down the street in San Francisco one day and we saw an open house sign. And so we thought, yeah, why not? Let's take a look. And so we walked up. It was on a hill and you had to walk up three flights of stairs and you know the apartment was empty and we the broker was there and we talked to them and got a feel for like the size you know probably a little bit bigger than our apartment and the cost and it was fairly comparable um just to get a feel for what it's like now again people have been saying oh you're planning on moving out here you're moving in california it's like no 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 we're not moving um i didn't tell the broker that we were just you know pretending we were 
Um, but my friends and people saying, oh, you know, why are you out here? Why are you spending so long? And it's like, no, we just want to have a different experience. You know, after being cooped up in our apartment for two and a half years and working from home, it's like, just want to experience something different in life. And you know, it, it, and, and, and it's not like we're not working. I'm working a lot. I'm actually starting up a whole new division of Talking Alternative. I'm doing these trainings. I took this program. I'm, I'm working really hard. I mean, again, not, I'm not working as hard as I usually do when I'm home, but I'm working a lot. But I am trying to arrange things so I can take Fridays off so that this way we'd have long weekends and we go out and explore and really enjoy places. But, you know, it, it really is such a different feeling. And seeing, like, I had no idea that the, the homeless situation um, in Berkeley that that the last time I was in Berkeley it was such a beautiful place and 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 I just remember the, the fancy houses and everything and this time you know I had a very different experience of it and then by walking the little dog and and walking around the neighborhood looking at the different homes and and I have to say like Oh, there were some things about Berkeley I really, really liked. And just the architecture. And the same thing, like in San Francisco, the architecture is so beautiful. And every house is a little different. And in Berkeley, it's like they're not all the same thing. Like, uh, I'm not the kind of person who I enjoy being in the suburbs where every house looks the same or almost the same in a neighborhood. But in Berkeley, it was every house was a little different. And the flowers, my God, there were so many different flowers. I took a whole bunch of pictures of flowers um, because there were so, all these different beautiful flowers just growing in people's front yards, growing in the little patch on the sidewalks. And, you know, sometimes things would be overgrown. But uh, coming from New York City, it was such an experience of sight and smell and sound. And I really needed that. I didn't know so interesting i didn't know how much i needed that different experience and you know this is this experience this being away and it'll be pretty much three months by the time i get home maybe a little little bit less because we left the middle of june i think we left june 12th uh, be getting home on the third Okay, you know, maybe maybe one week shy of three months. I've never been away from home this long in my life. I mean, even when I was a little kid and I went to summer camp, that was eight weeks. I've never been away for three months from from my home. And I didn't know how I'd feel about it. I didn't know would would I be anxious to go home? Would I be worried about the apartment? And the truth is. I've just been enjoying having a different experience because I've always lived in and around New York City. I pretty much lived in New York City my whole life except for like six years where I lived in Jersey City, which is right across the river. And it's just like living in New York City. I was working in New York City. So for me, it was, it, I've, I've lived in New York City my whole life. I had no idea what it's like to live in another place. I mean, my wife, she comes from Beijing, so she lived in another country 
for half her life and now she's she's been in New York City my sister moved to Israel my brother he's moved to, he lived in San Francisco for a while now he's in, been in Virginia Beach for the last you know number of years everybody I know not everybody I know but everyone close to me knows what it's like to live in other places and I didn't and it's and it's something that I really was curious about. It's something I really wanted to experience. But I, you know, I, I, I've lived in New York City so long. I'm, I'm 60 years old now. I've lived in New York 60 years. I've gotten so spoiled by New York. I don't, I don't know that I could. I mean, I, now I know I can live in another place. But, but I didn't know until I had this experience. And that's the thing. When we try something new... It can be scary. It can be unnerving. But it can also be a beautiful opening experience. And I feel like I've learned more about myself through this whole experience. And I've really loved being in the Bay Area. And will I come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. When? I don't know. We'll see. Am I going to move out here? Uh, I don't know if that's in the cards for me or not. I mean, yes, I, I, I'm getting a bit tired at my age of snow and cold winters and moving a place that's a more temperate climate does have an appeal to it. But there's so much of the world I haven't seen. There's so much I haven't experienced that, you know, at least for the foreseeable future, I think I want to try different places, move around a little then maybe I'll settle down to one place when, when I decide to slow down. Anyway, after uh, Berkeley, one more stop, which is kind of where I am right now. We, um, I said to my wife, I want to go up to Vancouver. I know so many people up in Vancouver, people that I haven't seen in years, people I've never even met in person. And um, I'll tell you all about Vancouver right after these messages. So just a little reminder, you are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, and I do do this every Thursday, noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm so glad that you're all uh, tuning in with me today. Uh, thank you for listening in, um, whether you're listening live or, or on the recording. And we will be right back with the last segment of this show after this. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on TalkRadio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on TalkRadio.nyc. You may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! 
On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. To the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh, we've been talking all this hour about my, my summertime trip. Now it's not a vacation and uh, please don't get it wrong. As I mentioned before, we have been working throughout this whole summer, but we've been taking it abroad. Figured, hey, if I'm working from home, I don't have to work from my home. I can work from someone else's home. So I've told you about San Diego and, and Encinitas, Berkeley, and the San Francisco Bay Area. And so our last stop before heading back to New York is the Vancouver area. Now, I had only been to Vancouver once before. It was for a weekend workshop. I flew in, took the workshop, which was actually in Surrey, a little bit outside, and flew back. And I never really got a chance to see Vancouver, but I know tons of people here. I, 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 I know people from the Evolutionary Business Council here. A lot of them are here. I know people from the Reset Collective here. Um, and, and I just, so many people, and I felt like I just wanted to see Vancouver. It's such a beautiful city, I've, I've been told. And it was a little bit challenging getting a sit here because we couldn't get like in the other two places. It was one long, you know, four week sit. We were hoping to get like a three week to four week sit. Couldn't find any. Got two one week sits, um, but like a little bit of gap in between. So when we first got here, we, we got an Airbnb. We rented an apartment. Um, and we thought like we want to see the city first and then we'll see the outlying area. So we got an Airbnb right near Chinatown, near the, the what's called the gas uh, light, gas lamp, gas light district. And we were shocked when we got here that first night because I had no idea about the homeless situation in Vancouver. Now, people have told me, oh, like San Francisco, there's homeless everywhere. It's really bad. Yeah, there were some homeless people around. You know, I mean, there are homeless people in New York City, and it wasn't so, so bad. But I could not believe, I mean, I mean we just happened, I guess, to be near the heart of it. The, the people on the streets shooting up, doing drugs, tents on the streets all the way for, for two or three blocks and two or three avenues over. And, and I was just in shock. And I asked people, I was like, how come there's so many homeless people here? And a few people said different reasons, but apparently, I guess the most, um, the, the answer I heard the most was, well, Vancouver, in all of Canada, Vancouver has the mildest winters because it's surrounded by water. So all the homeless people from the other provinces all come 
to British Columbia to Vancouver and here and in Victoria which I didn't make it to um, there are a ton of homeless people because they can live outside live in their tent and, and make it through the winter I was shocked but the thing that and, and then from there we, we moved out to a sit in Mount Pleasant a, a kind of a little further south a different area of Vancouver and then we traveled around a bit and I tell you it's, it's once you get out of that that immediate downtown area it's so beautiful here I mean it, it's a city surrounded by mountains and water and uh, and actually that the first weekend we were here a friend of mine was was having her, her 55th birthday party and she said hey why don't you guys come on the, literally the day after we arrived and I thought perfect Got to meet a bunch of her friends, and, uh, meet her dog in person. She has a beautiful Saluki. Um, and, you know, again, really getting a feel for, for being with people and, and feeling what it's like to live here. And then we went down to White Rock, uh, Crescent Beach. We were just there for a couple of nights before our current location in Maple Ridge. Every place has been a little bit different made it up to the Sunshine Coast, a friend of ours. Again, someone I've met only online. I've known this woman for like two, two and a half years and got a chance to stay at her place. Beautiful house right on the bay. And, and even just getting there, um, we took the ferry from West Vancouver to, to Langdale and you literally drive, it's one of those ferries you drive your car onto. I'd never been on one of these types of ferries before. It was humongous. It was like a small cruise ship. I could not believe, I still don't even know, I forgot to ask someone how many, how many cars that you can fit on this ferry. But it was like you could get 50 cars on it and it fills up. And it's about a 40 minute ride from West Vancouver to Langdale till you get to the, to the other side of the bay. And it was so beautiful. It was breathtaking on the water and seeing the, the, these mountains covered with trees and all the way up to the water. And, and it just, just that experience going back and forth itself was worth the trip. And I've really really come to appreciate being surrounded by nature you know in New York City I'm on the Upper West Side I'm in the thick of it I mean yes I have Central Park I love Central Park but somehow there's a big difference when you're surrounded by tall skyscrapers big buildings glass and concrete every day and you have a little bit of nature there compared to when you're surrounded by mountains and water and it's wide open and you can see the sky and all these stars at night. I'm sure many of my listeners, you, you don't live in New York City, you live in other places. You, you get to see that every day, but I don't. And I've really come to appreciate it so much. And I've been enjoying this time so much. And I really, really have to say thank you and express my gratitude for everyone who's shown their hospitality. I've gotten together with friends. I had dinner and, and lunch at friends' 
apartments, even one of my business mentors, Aman, thank you, Aman, for having us come over uh, on the afternoon and he cooked for us. Oh, so delicious. And the food, one of the things in this, this whole summertime trip being in California, the, the fruit, fruit, the fruit and the vegetables and the supermarkets, it's so fresh because it's all grown here. And, and being on the West Coast, now look, being on the West Coast did not come without some challenges uh, because, you know, we're still operating as if we're in New York and there's a three hour time difference, which means mornings are really tough because you got to do stuff early in the morning. Um, and sometimes it's difficult to connect with people. But I'm telling you, and, and th this is sort of the last show you may notice, like sometimes my lighting is different, now I am. I'm, I'm finally coming home this, this Friday night. We're taking an overnight flight to come back to New York. We'll be back early Saturday morning. So it's the last couple of days on the West Coast. I like to call it the left coast. Because actually, you know, you keep going around the globe, you know, is it west or east? Who knows? But it's the left part of the United States. I've really enjoyed it. And I've learned a lot about myself in the process. And this is what I really wanted to share with you this week. That when we open ourselves up to new experiences that not only do we learn and discover new things, but mostly we discover new things about ourselves. And this has been a very, very, very valuable lesson for me. And I don't know what it, where it will lead me and what it means for the future. I know that at least when I'm in New York, while the weather is good, I'm going to do make more of an effort to go out to nature, to do a little more hiking than I've been doing lately, to get out of the city a little bit more, to get to the beach. I love Rockaway Beach, try and get there a little bit more, take the ferry out there. But I, I could not have imagined this before the pandemic. And yes, you know, going virtual and only seeing people on a computer screen, it's not the same as meeting in person and working together in person. But if it had not been for this big shift in how we work and what we do, I wouldn't have been able to do it this summer. And as my mom, God rest her soul, used to say, it's good to go away and it's good to come home. I think after three months of being away as much as I've enjoyed it as much as it's been a, a marvelous different experience for me I think I'm finally ready to come home I'm finally ready to get back to New York City to sleep in my own bed to to to, to be back in my own neighborhood I miss my friends uh, I miss my neighborhood so next week's show I have a wonderful guest coming on um, but it will be live from New York City once again. So uh, I don't know if this episode has bored you or if it's been interesting. I don't know if you've picked up some little nuggets, some little pearls. I hope this has served you in some way. I hope that by illustrating what I've been through over the last three months, it sparked something in you, even if it's just some curiosity so my 
my message to you this week is to just be open be open to new possibilities be open to new experiences to say yes when life puts something in your way that maybe you've never tried before but who knows where it can lead you might just enjoy it a little bit thank you all for tuning in today so appreciate it um, Please don't forget the other shows. I hope you had a chance to catch Reverend uh, Dr. Terrilyn Avery's show, Dismantle Racism, before my show. It was a wonderful show this week. And um, coming up later today, of course, 5 p.m., Frank and his show, Frank About Health. And tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m., uh, Philanthropy and Focus, 11 a.m., always Friday. And then Mondays, we start all over again with Reverend Sandra Bargeman's show, The Edge of Every Day, starting Monday nights at 7. All these times are Eastern times, Eastern United States. So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. And we will talk to you next week. around racism, 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.